show, Johnny Manziel has returned to football. Conor McGregor is in trouble yet again. Some big names retiring from the NFL. And the hot top, NFL rule changes coming this fall. Next. Jack, we are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hero Maitland. And this is Season 2, Episode 12. We're recording on March 27th, 2019. And uh, I'm, I'm excited because there's a lot happening this weekend. A lot happening this weekend. We've got March Madness, we've got MLB Opening Day, um, and, and the NBA is uh, wrapping up rapidly. Yes, pretty soon. Uh, pretty when, soon. Is it, when is it done? Uh, I think we got about 10 more games left, so I think uh, playoffs start April 10th, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll get all into that. You know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion when it comes to sports, but I think that we should just sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world, because I don't know, and you don't know, Jack. Let's get into some shout-outs. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my hands all right we shout shout it out we want to shout out a couple of things that happened over this weekend uh we're going to start off with some uh american alliance football i mean alliance we have some good news some bad news we'll get to the bad news later but the good news is American Alliance football has made a come up. Johnny Menzel is back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back in football. I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't too long <laughs> since they kicked him <laughs> out of the, you know, uh, Canadian Football League that he came back to an American Football League. But it's fine. Um, he made his debut with the Memphis Express at quarterback. Um, I you want to pick up, pull up, pull up the uh, stats on that? Um, uh, yeah, Johnny Menzel. They he was. I saw some of the highlights on what he was doing out there, and this, this guy looks incredible. He he looks he looks like a young Johnny Menzel at uh, Texas Texas A uh, and M when they play when he played what three years ago, two years ago. I believe it was two years ago. But uh, uh, it's been a while. I think it was like probably four or five years ago. Oh, so he he got kicked out of uh, two leagues four years ago. Wow, interesting. You, oh wait, did you say Browns or the the Texas A and M? Texas A and How long has he been out of Texas A and M? Yeah, it's been like five years. Wow. So he's bounced around. He played for the Browns. Got kicked off of that team. Uh, went to the uh, what is it? The, he went to another NFL team. And then went to the Canadian League and get kicked out of there. <sighs> That's not a guy that I want on my team. 
I'll tell you that. I will tell you that. But what do you think about him? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Johnny Manziel. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him i guess i, I don't wish bad on anybody that, so that doesn't sound happy i'm just gonna i'm not i'm just gonna say that you, you don't sound happy for him <laughs> well um i don't know he had a, it looks like he had a decent game yeah he finished three of five passing for 48 yards two rushes for 20 yards um so he looks like he didn't start that game no he did he Alliance. came in he came in at the at the kind of towards the end because i think isn't Christian Hackenberg the one that started that game? Or no, they actually moved on for Christian Hackenberg already. Wow. Yeah, they actually moved because he started what the first three games or so, and he was like zero and three. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's he was the re- not doing well. Yeah, and that's the reason why they moved on from him. Uh, he he's yeah he's the reason why he's not in the league anymore either. So yeah, they moved on from him, and then I forget the guy that they have now, but. I think they're moving on from him as well. So, yeah, the alliance is uh, is, is uh, impressing so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, at least Johnny's getting another shot. Um, whether or not he deserves it, that's for other people to say. But, uh, yeah, Brandon Silvers um, started for the Memphis Express, and um, I, I the report says that people in the stands were chanting for Johnny. We want Johnny. We want Johnny. Well, I mean, he sells tickets. I'll tell you that. Yeah. He, he, his, his name alone was – he's like Zion Williamson. He will he will put butts in seats. Keep saying that. He will put butts in seats. But he, yeah. he will not win you any championships. I guarantee you that. No, not at all. Not at all. But, I mean, when you are – I think this is, what, the eighth game for the Alliance? Eighth or tenth game? Yeah. Um their their season is almost done already. There's Mettenberger on that team too? Yep. Zach wow. Mettenberger. Didn't he go to LSU? Yes, he did. Yeah. And who's the last per- uh okay, so I thought okay. Yeah, Hackenberg, yeah. you said Hackenberg got released. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's released. I know they, they, they moved like they moved on from him at uh at starting quarterback. So Gotcha. You know, I don't know. So, yeah, that was the seventh week of the season. Uh, this week would be week eight. Um, I have no idea if Johnny's going to be a starter. Did you, did you hear anything about that? I think, they, I think they're going to try him out because they were successful at the end of the game because he played towards the end of the game in overtime, and he won it in overtime. So, you gotcha. know. You know. I mean, if, you, if, if you're winning, don't – I mean, ride that wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't – I would not, you know – change anything i wouldn't fix anything it's not broken yeah and they haven't had a lot of wins this season they're two and five um, i mean they're they, not even gonna make the playoffs well everybody's gonna make the playoffs because this is, this is like i think the, it's like a tournament style. yeah yeah uh, orlando is six and one still let's go orlando apollos happy about that uh leading the league at six and one alliance of american football man it's it's i haven't been watching lately but i still like the idea and i hope that they'll be able to survive for another season well, that's foreshadowing for later on in the show. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> hey, man, talk about your uh, your Orlando magic, man. Talk about your magic. My magic? Yes. Oh, man. Um, I'm just happy they currently have the eighth spot, again, with nine games to go. Anything can change. Um, the, the Miami Heat are really close behind. Um, that that eighth back. spot, yeah, that eighth spot is going to be uh, – it's probably going to take all the way to the end of the season to decide – What's going to happen? Uh, Orlando did end up beating uh, Miami in a head-to-head matchup. 
Uh, when was this? Was this? This was last night. Last night. Okay, yeah. so uh, Tuesday night, March twenty seventh. Um, yeah, Orlando won one hundred four to ninety nine. Um, Nikola Vucevic had twenty four points. What a name, Vucevic. Yeah, Vucevic. Um, and then uh, Dion Waiters had twenty six for the Miami Heat, and D Wade, old man Wade. Had 22 points for the Miami Heat as well. Uh, Chris Bosh's jersey was actually retired at halftime during that game. That, that was, was awesome. huge. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Chris Bosh came with the jokes, talking about the fact that uh, Pat Riley couldn't um, <laughs> couldn't draft him because um, uh, I think he was the fifth draft pick. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, Miami did not have the fifth draft pick in um, in that draft, and so they they took D Wade in uh, fourth or whatever. Wow. And so yeah, yeah, it, he he had all these jokes, and and um, you know it's good to see him doing well because of everything that happened with the the heart murmur and the issues that he was going through. So I have blood clots. I mean, I understand what he was going through because I have blood clots myself. So yeah, yeah I understand it, exactly what he's doing, what he went through. So, yeah, it's definitely good to see him in, in good spirits uh, after everything. And, he, you know, he did want to get back in the league, but, he, yeah, you can't take that risk it's when it's dangerous. his life. Yeah, yeah, it's too dangerous. Um, I just – I was going back and looking at uh, film of when LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh was playing, mainly LeBron and D-Wade because they were the main two that were doing work. Chris <laughs> Bosh was just there grabbing rebounds, really. But – yeah. Um, Man, I tell you what, that was probably the most athletic team I've seen on earth. You know, you know, uh, yeah. at, well, on earth as far as uh, um, re, uh, as far as uh, uh, what you call it, uh, recent days, like like modern times, modern era, yeah, yeah. like this era, uh, because like the stuff that they were doing, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't three point shots, it wasn't you know. Those those yeah. fancy like uh, you know how they have the four point uh, circles on uh, the big three yeah yeah those four point, it was it wasn't from that land those jokers were throwing alley hoops anywhere and everywhere on the court like it was <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah they have definitely some of the best highlights I will say that it was a monumental uh, uh, thing to watch like uh, just the old I mean I, I think it was on my Facebook and. I was just watching like the twenty-five top plays between those two, and they could have gone like a hundred. Like it, it was, it was, it was that incredible, man. I'm, yeah, that's that's interesting. I um, because they definitely had two of the most talented players ever, ever. at that time. Ever. I'm trying to think. Like, I remember back in the day with Jason Kidd and um, Vince Carter and uh, what's his name, uh, man, Richard Jefferson. Yeah. Then I remember Chris Paul with uh, DeAndre Jordan yeah. and Blake Griffin. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so how many – you know, they always talk about the highlight factory, right? Yeah. 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 How many highlight factories have there been? Like, I, man, those – it would be really good to see, like, those teams against each other it, just in terms of highlights. Oh, my goodness. That would yeah, be, that'd be an epic battle. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I can handle that. Honestly, <laughs> I don't, honestly don't. I don't think I can handle it. Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, uh, congrats again to Chris Bosh and his um, jersey getting retired. Um, he had pretty good, pretty good run with the Miami Heat. Obviously, he played a lot of years with Toronto, the Raptors as well. And I, I kind of expect his jersey to, put, well, I don't know. It, may, it might be retired, maybe in future years. But, obviously, because he won the two 
championships with Miami, um, they're going to honor him. So that's yes, good. Yes, as really they good. should. And I think Toronto should honor him as well. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely. spent most of his career in Toronto. So, yeah, it's um, man, that, that's that's a tough one. Where do you get your statue, right? Both <laughs> Things cities. that I don't have to. Both cities. Both cities. I mean, he didn't he didn't get a he didn't get a uh, a ring in Toronto. He got he brought him close. He was the main guy in Toronto, but you know, in oh, he yeah, was he carried that team. Yes, uh, but but Miami, he was he was the one that helped put him over the top. Yeah. So he need, he deserves a statue in both cities. Yeah. I, <laughs> Next I to Drake and, <laughs> Ky- and Kawhi Leonard and uh, um, Deshaun, uh, De- DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Nice. Yeah, Vince Carter, I think, is like one of the only ones that has a statue up there. And he, that's well-deserved. Well, well-deserved. Well I mean, deserved. he should have a – they should change the logo from uh, Jerry West to <laughs> – Vince Carter, <laughs> him dunking over people. Ooh, yeah, I can't wait for that logo change. Oh, my goodness, it's got to happen soon. Anyways, we digress. Let's uh, get into some of the stories that you may have missed throughout the week. This is our What do I, What Did I Miss segment. What did I miss? What did I miss? All right, so you probably didn't miss much with this guy because – he seemingly finds himself in the news almost every single day. I don't know. It may not be American news, but it sure was news. <laughs> uh, our, our, our. Uh, I won't even say our guy. Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I liked him when he was in UFC. Did you like him in UFC? I mean, so Conor McGregor is a divisive and a almost like a just a, a polarizing dude in general um i wasn't a huge fan of connor i i liked the way i liked his fighting style and that he was able to back it up like when he talked he was able to back it up um i like that he was more of a boxer in the ufc um but i just you know you could tell that he just loved the headlines and yeah. it was about sell 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 which is great i mean he's a business make money you make money that way exactly yeah. the more you talk you basically talk it into existence so yeah, it's true so i give him credit for that but it seems like you gotta you gotta be able to manage that persona that you have right yeah. i think that he wants man he wants to be that guy but that guy could end up in jail quickly just As, like we saw yeah yeah so i mean don't throw chairs through bus windows yep. um I don't know what other shenanigans he's been in because I don't, you know, follow him as much. But one shenanigan that might land him in jail, maybe for a little while, if he is found guilty, mm-hmm. is the fact that uh, a woman, I don't think they released her name yet, has accused uh, Conor McGregor of sexual assault mm-hmm. in his hometown. Uh, I had the name and I forgot the name, but it's his hometown of Ireland. Um, where the news broke out, and yeah, I just I don't understand. I don't understand how you. I mean, it's like it's like you have everything at your disposal. You're probably one of the top what ten fighters in the in the in the in the world. Would you say top ten, top um, fifteen? At, at his in his weight class, he was top top uh, three, I think. Uh, he was number one in his weight class for the longest time. Yeah, so with all the, all the, I guess, the experience that you have, all the money that you've made, why would you, I mean, uh, 
you could go out and get any woman you want. Like, <laughs> why is it that you have to go out here and try to force your way onto somebody? I never got that. I well, never got that. You know what's weird? A lot of times, I don't know the situation with this one, but a lot of times they say that sexual assault happens between um, people that know each other. So it's wow. possible that he knew this this woman. It wasn't. It's possible it wasn't a random woman. But true. More details will be revealed, and we'll see what happens. Um, I hope it's not true. But me too. But I also, really like, it, wait, hashtag me too. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, me. Uh, me also. Yes. I put it that way. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I the problem is because of his demeanor, because of the way he talks, it seems believable. You know, he has a hot temper. He'll say whatever he wants. He's he's got this character, and it's not clear if it's that's his persona or if that is who he really is. And right. if it's really if he's really that guy, then whew, he's in for a world of hurt. Yeah, he's gonna lose a lot of that money. I mean, yep. you see guys like. Um, uh, the boxer, the uh, F- uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Money I mean, Mayweather. he's he is a guy that is very flamboyant. He, I mean, he he likes the flash. He likes the, you know, the the that that fast lifestyle. But yeah. he will not do something that stupid. Like I feel like, I feel like I feel like he. I mean, have have you have you heard of him doing something like this? Yes. <laughs> Floyd is famous for beating women. Well, beating women. I, I, I mean, but so. I guess you could put it on that level. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, I, I haven't heard him sexual assault. That's what I'm saying. I've never heard him say. I haven't never heard him sexually assault women. I mean, and when you get into such aggressive sports like this, and I'm not trying to excuse it, but you know, some of these fighters may take testosterone. Some of these fighters might yep. be doing you know steroids and. It's not a myth when you take some of these these like performance enhancing exactly. drugs. Exactly, you're going. Yeah. It's going to affect the mood. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect your aggression, mm-hmm. and so you will get more aggressive. So, is this not to excuse it at all? It's wrong. It's all wrong. It's just the fact that you know, if you're if you're willing to if a woman's willing to mess with that, just be aware of the be aware of the consequences. You know yes, what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what he's doing, honestly. He's um, to me, he's too old for this. I think he's thirty. What? Yeah, well, no, that's not too old. <laughs> that's not too old to be shenanigans. To uh, be to, to, to do the shenanigans. Well, I mean, it let's is. Let's put it this way. I mean, if you're supposed to be an adult, yeah, he's thirty years old. So if you're supposed to be adult at eighteen, right? And we understand that. Okay, they're they're adults legally, but not really. Right. By the time you hit thirty. You kind of should know what's going on. It's about that what time. What the deal is. It's yeah. about that time. So I, basically what I'm saying is there, there is no excuse. Yeah. There is no I excuse. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see if he beats this case. But, um, yeah. That's, it's crazy because that is not even the biggest news about Connor. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll just leave it up to uh, the fans to, to tune into our blog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to blog about that. Yeah. So, what is this about him retiring? Um. So, Conor McGregor. I guess the. I guess the myth. The 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 rumor is that. He, he he's he's tired. Like he's he's done with it. I have a speculation to, with it. The fact there's two there's two ways you can look at it. Dana White doesn't want him in the league. Dana White has has. Has 
is is known by is known to saying that he doesn't want Conor McGregor in U, UFC fighting at mm-hmm. all. So that can play a part in it. The other part is all these legal issues that he's going through. I mean, if something is a bad yeah. influence on you, you should probably step away from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, yeah. I it's it's it's. He just he just uh, announced it. I think he announced it uh, yesterday or today. Um, yeah, yesterday he, he announced it at one eighteen a.m. Yeah, so on Instagram, right? Uh, I it think Twitter? it was on Twitter. I was on Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah, so I mean, then again, you can't even believe people that post things on Twitter. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm retiring, and then you <laughs> sh- you see them the next day. They're they're still fighting or still doing whatever, but. Yeah, I just honestly, I, if I had to guess, it's because of the all the allegations, all, all the trouble that he's gotten into, and the fact that Dana White, the CEO of UFC fighting, does not support him. A public, he wants him gone from UFC fighting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and this is this is probably bad press as well. UFC fighter sexual assault, like right. I'm sure, this is just not good, and. <laughs> I think, to be honest, at this point, Conor McGregor is bigger than the UFC. Yeah. And that's what I said. Like, he's a master marketer, so he can totally make his money without fighting. Right. Sell so, your brand. I yeah. mean, a lot of people that – there are a lot of, of macho men out there that love Conor McGregor because, you know, he appeals to them somehow, yes. some way. Um, but, yeah, I just I just think if if it's – it's like football. If, if, if football is – like, we just talked about Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel – is a guy that got in so much trouble. He's got kicked out of, you know, two major leagues so far, world leagues. <laughs> he's yep. American League. He's kicked out of the uh, Can- Canadian League. It's about time to hang it up at that point. I'm sorry because it's not doing you any good. Not <laughs> doing you any good at all. So, yeah, when, when something's not, not, not helping you out, it's about time to walk away. Yeah, yeah, and it's um – it's good for Connor. Honestly, I think he's going to have a podcast in like a week from now. It's going to be on all the oh, channels. Man. Yep. You're going to be able to listen to Connor rant about whatever for the rest of the day or a YouTube channel or something like that. Something. Yeah, he has the ability to make millions of dollars doing without anything. fighting. Yeah, so, doing anything. Yeah. Well, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Like you said, we'll, we'll probably uh, get some blog posts up there to follow this issue. Definitely. Yep, yep, yep. But from – oh, gosh, I almost had a horrible transition. I'm not going to do that. We're just going to talk about the NFL and uh, <laughs> retiring and UFC fighting to retiring NFL <laughs> there we players. Go. Not where I was going, but that's way better. All way right, better. <laughs> so you want to you want to take the first the first guy, your guy? Wait, yeah, your my guy. guy, my guy, Rob Gronkowski. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Rob, um, except when he does stupid things. <laughs> like <laughs> but what? That's Tide Pod commercial. Uh, no, actually, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, that when was... he um, dove on the guy's back, I thought that was just completely unnecessary. <laughs> and the <laughs> fact that he hasn't been healthy in like since his second or third season. But but, he's, but he's only what twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, he is, he's young. He's young, and why? I mean, if I have heard rumors that he he has not spent a dime of his uh, salaried money. If that's the case, then this guy can retire anytime he wants to. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but but I, then again, th- those endorsements are probably richer than some of his contracts. True. So, <laughs> I mean, you touch that money, you put most of it away, but you touch 
you you know you you save that. I mean, you pay yourself at the end of it. I mean, this guy does not have to work a day in his life. He really doesn't. No, not at all. Not at all. And he's another guy that has a big personality, and um, he's kind of you know goofy, kind of out there, and um, people are gonna love him. They're and, gonna want him in movies. They're gonna want him to endorse their brand, and and most importantly, ESPN is gonna want him to commentate. Because every oh, time gosh. a NFL player comes out, ESPN, Fox News, CNN, CBS, all those pl- uh, t- um, uh, networks that ha- that support the NFL want those kind of guys, especially the guys like Rob Gronkowski, who's had so much success in his career. So yeah, I think if you really count it, I think it's three Super Bowls. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you really, I mean, I don't think he played in one of them, but yeah, three Super Bowl rings. So, so. Good, you're good for Gronk. I mean, I like you said, he didn't spend his salary, so he has tons of money saved up, and he is his brand is bigger than ever. He talked about the fact that he had so many surgeries, and his body is just, it's not failing him, but his body is just breaking not what down. it used to be. It's breaking yeah, down. It's breaking it's like, down. Mentally, do I want to deal with this every single year? So I, I support this decision. I think NFL players, if you especially if you have a brand like uh, like Rob has, you should definitely retire early yeah. if you're an NFL player. I agree. I agree. Well, moving on to another guy that's uh, been in the league for a while, Jordy Nelson, you know, the, the favorite target of Aaron Rodgers back in the day when they won that, what, one Super Bowl? <laughs> and everybody proclaimed Aaron Rodgers the – Goat of the NFL. Um, I'm telling you, sometimes the greatest players don't win multiple rings. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but the greatest players that win multiple rings are the goat. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a, that's all. You, that's the only thing you can put it. Like you, they may be the greatest players, but you got to be the. You only. You only can be the goat if you win multiple rings. That's yeah. it. That's it. But um, Jordy Nelson, he he was on the the Oakland Raiders. Last year, for actually for the last two years, I believe he was on the on the Oakland Raiders, and uh, he finally announced his retirement uh, this week. So you know, thank you to Jordan Nelson for everything that he's done. You know, he he's one of the highlight reel receivers that you know uh, helped Green Bay. I don't think he really he was on the back end of his career at uh, Oak, uh, Oakland. So I mean, we didn't see a lot of highlight. Highlight real catches that he did, like he did back in the day. But you know, we still we still respect the guy, still respect him. Yeah, absolutely. Jordy Nelson was a huge target for for Aaron Rodgers, and uh, not much of a target for Derek Carr. So I mean, uh, Derek Carr. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> something, but I'll keep it to myself. Well, and yeah, as soon as they sign Antonio Brown, they drop him, and he's like, "All right, whatever, I'm done." Yeah, I'm done. he runs me a lot of. He's better than Aaron Eric Decker. Um, Taller than Eric Decker. Really? I think he's taller than Eric Decker. He may be a little bit taller than Eric Decker. I thought they were about six four each. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, they're. um, But I I just think Jordy Nelson had a way better career than Eric Decker. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, But he definitely kind of reminds me of him. Um, They're both kind of. They were speed uh, faster guys, and they could definitely catch the ball Mm. until uh, Eric Decker had a. Tons of drops. <laughs> Never mind. Jordy Nelson is clearly much better, <laughs> much much better. Than I like Eric the way Decker. we reason through this. Yeah, this was... you know, sometimes you have to talk it out. Yeah, you got to yeah. talk it out. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. So we're gonna go on with uh, our next guy, Max Unger. Not a lot of people know him because guess what? Linemen don't get the the credit that they should. Max Unger was a center 
His latest team he played for was the uh, New York New Orleans Saints. I mean, um, Max, he he, you know, he he's been he was playing for a while. He's he's a guy that anchors the offense. Um, he you know it's 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 tough to replace a good center. I'm sorry, it's tough to replace a very good center. It's tough to replace any line. Period. But um, we wish Max the best in his retirement uh, going forward. Yeah, and one absolutely. more, one one more uh, side note to, for a clout for the uh, the offensive lineman. Did you see uh, J- uh, Joe Thomas? Did you see the the thing on Joe Thomas the other day? No. What happened? The uh, Cleveland Brown, longtime Cleveland Brown offensive lineman. You know, he was he's offensive line. Offensive line is supposed to be big, right? Yeah. Dude was cut. Dude cut down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like was, they have to. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. It, it, just looking at the pictures, it was an incredible change. Like, quick too. Like, I think he was. He's been out of the league for what two years? A year or two? Yeah, about a year or two. So I, I mean, in that, year. in that, in that amount of time to cut down the way he's cut down, like, <laughs> dude looks like uh, he looks like uh uh uh. uh not Jason Statham, uh, no, not Jason Statham. I, I I can't even I can't even. But yeah, dude looks good. Dude look good. No, that's good. Um, I remember when Jeff Saturday retired, I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> I guess Jeff Saturday did the same thing. I I just feel like linemen, they can, they're. I feel like they're given whatever they want when it comes to food. Right. Like um, I I was talking to. A friend of ours um, that had a a um, cousin that was in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he was saying that when he was in college, um, he got basically all the pizzas he wanted because they wanted him to play on the line, yeah, D line, and he needed to bulk up. So, you know, a lot of times they don't care about their diet as much. They're they're not as strict with their diets, and that's not going to work after you retire and you're yeah. not pushing around 300 pound uh, defensive lineman exactly all day long. Gets there and. You know, it starts being a, becoming an unhealthy thing. So yeah, so no, that's good for him. That's way to go. Hopefully, he, he keeps it off and everything is good there with his uh, with his health going forward. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And last but not least, we want to shout out my longtime Eagles receiver, one of the the guys that was uh, on probably one of the greatest Eagles teams that I've ever seen. Um, well, now recently, but. Jeremy Macklin, guy that was on the team with D-Jax, LaShawn McCoy, and uh, I believe Mike Vick came in at, at the end, of, at towards the end of that. So, you know, just kind of shouting out all the people that retired. I hope y'all have a, a good, successful retirement, and you know, go out there and do some fun. Go on a cruise, do something. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt, uh, this is the beginning of their second career. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where all of them end up. So that's good. That's really good. Um, so speaking of the NFL, Robert Kraft, <laughs> the New, New England Patriots owner, has entered his plea officially. He is saying that he is not guilty, knew nothing about the human trafficking that was going on when he frequented that that establishment in Florida, and uh, we'll we'll see where all of this goes. It, it looks, um, 
it looks like you're going to be right about the, the whole punishment thing. Like, he's probably not going to get much of a punishment from um, the law outside of the NFL. And uh, the, re- the statement that he released, um, you know, he said, I apologize. This is not who I am. I apologize yeah, to the players, so on and so forth. Um, and it's uh, it's funny because other NFL um, owners have come out and said, wow, that was such an emotional and heartfelt uh, apology from yeah. Robert Kraft. Yeah, but they're not going to uh, take that from any of the players that they own. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we're just going to leave that at that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what type of punishment he gets. He's still he's maintaining gonna that he's innocent. He's not gonna um, the Hi, why, he you gonna, why are you going to apologize if you are innocent? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Like, if you're gonna maintain your innocence, don't apologize for anything. Don't apologize for the look it brought to the NFL. Don't apologize for, you know, anything. You, if you didn't do anything but got a massage, I don't, I wouldn't apologize for anything. But if he's apologizing, that means something went on, and you, you're, you're claiming all you're doing is claiming not guilty, and then you're, you're, uh, you're contradicting what you said by apologizing about it. Yeah, he says stuff like, I am truly sorry. I know I have hurt and disappointed my family, my close friends, my coworkers, our fans, and many others who rightfully hold me to a higher standard. So what higher standard he's talking about, I'm not sure. Is it the, the human trafficking allegations or the, the uh, you know, kind of illicit act that he engaged in? So yeah, I don't know. That, that, we'll that, see. He says, I have extraordinary respect for women. No, my morals and my soul <laughs> no, were shaped by the most wonderful woman, the love of my life, who I was blessed to have as my partner for 50 years. I mean, he got if, okay. <laughs> he got lonely. All right. I got it. He got lonely <laughs> and he wanted to go get some. I, I get it. That's fine. Well, it's not fine, but it's, it's okay. You you do what you got to do, but at the end of the day, don't come out here and say I didn't do anything, and then apologize for everything else. Like that's what gets me. Like I I, I don't believe anything he said. Like I said, <laughs> if you have money, you get off scot free. It's happened time and time again with politicians, unless you are caught red handed with your hand in the cookie jar. If you're caught red handed with your hand in the cookie jar, yeah. that's when things are gonna happen. But if you can somehow get your hand out the cookie jar before they come get you. You're not going to – you could just – you. I mean, look at the – I mean, we're going to go way off topic here, but uh, 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 the Smullett, the, uh, Jesse, Jesse Smullett, Smullett. Yeah. how did he get off scot-free? I don't even understand. <laughs> Connections. I don't, I don't understand. But that's that's beside the point. That's that's, a, that's an example of the, the kind of things that people with money have. They, they, have yeah. the, they have the resources to get out of situations, get out of out – of, Getting being responsible for their actions, and this is that's what's wrong with our society. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really rough that um, you, you know people who have the right connections, the right money, just kind of get to do what they want. I mean, it, it's want. crazy because I, I don't even know. We'll talk about more of the NFL owners' meetings and uh, the meetings that are going on right now, as far as the rules committee is concerned. But um, you know, with everybody in town, um, they should release some sort of statement about how they're going to, going to approach this situation with Robert Kraft. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think the problem is they're all in the same club, and they don't want to point the finger, and right. they don't want, it, want him to be out at all. So This is um, why you will never see any one of the owners of the, um, any NFL team stand up and say, we all need random drug tests because we know <laughs> every last one of them jokers might be allegedly doing drugs. So – Yes, you know, yeah. yeah, I, 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 I defy any one of them 
to stand up and say, you know what? I don't do drugs. Y'all shouldn't either. We're going to do random. We're going to instant random drug test to every last one of us <laughs> because, you know, we're going to keep ourselves to the same standard that we keep our players. Yes. And if we don't, if we can't do that, well, I mean, who can, nobody, I have no respect for them. I have none. Yeah, make it the policy of your actual workplace, like your whole workplace. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It, it just seems it seems like you have to not be hypocritical in this situation. Right. And so we'll, we'll see. I Again, even if he gets, gets off scot-free with the law, the NFL has to do something. Has something, to do something. Anything. Oh, my goodness. But from that dark story to a more brighter story that's going to spark some controversy and some conversation – Kobe Bryant was on the Late Late Show with James Corden. Um, I think it was last night, actually. And they were playing a game where you basically have to eat something or drink something that is not appetizing, to, to say that nicely. and um, Or you have to answer a question. And his question, <laughs> Kobe's question was, how do you rank these three basketball players? LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. And at first, Kobe was like, ah, I can't really say anything. I don't know if this is really the smart move for me. Then he got bold. Yes, he got bold, and he decided to say. You can't answer. It's pretty straightforward, I think. What do you reckon? Fine. fine. I'm the best. Michael's second best. (laughs) There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The top three players of all time. Kobe Bryant, number one. Michael Jordan, number two. LeBron James, Number three. Can I get three of the ants uh, that, are, that are on here? <laughs> so Kobe do you Bryant, want to go in on yours? Yeah, go go ahead. And I'm going I'm to say the names and you do that. Okay. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, Michael Jordan. LeBron James. All right. So now that we got that out the way, uh, we can go ahead and get the real the real list that I think is the top. All right. You know, I, we, we were talking about it in our pre, pre-show meeting. Um I believe I have a top five. Okay, so I believe of my top five, of course, Bill Bill Russell has to be in there. But since I'm a millennial, you know, I I have the I, – I, I exercise the option to leave him off. Ah, um, okay. okay. I like so, that. I like that. Um, you know, obviously he's the pinnacle. He's the standard. But I have exercised that option. Yes. So for me, my top five would be uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. All right. We have next. Uh, <laughs> we have next. Uh, uh, what 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 I say next? Um, uh, I don't remember. Oh, my magic, right? I did have magic in there. I had to, uh, Tim Dunk. Tim Dunk. No, I had. Okay, I had Mike, Michael Jordan, Kobe Kobe Bryant with five. Okay. Tim uh, Tim Duncan with five. Shaq with four, okay. and LeBron with three. All right. So that was my top five. All right. Very nice. I like that. That is that's that's good. I mean, you can't really argue. In my opinion, you can't really argue like those three guys that they mentioned: Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. They, like they, they have, have to be, be yeah, up there be. at least top ten. They have to at be. least top ten. You can talk about the Koozies, the Bill Russells, Kareem's. I mean, you can talk about everybody, and they definitely paved the way. But uh, I think when people think about the NBA brand in the last Few quarter years. of a century, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you have to talk Big about names. those three people. Big names, yeah, without a doubt. Yes. All right, and with that, we'll head into the headline news of the week. Mm-hmm. 
Daily Headline. All right, your headline news of the week. We're going to start off with <laughs> where we left off, some basketball. Um, <laughs> we were going to talk about the – Hey, ironically, everything connects. The Lakers. So, the Lakers, yes. there is rumors that Luke Walton will be fired by the end of the season. Um, especially since he's not made <laughs> the playoffs in a couple of years. Uh, so, we are spe- there is also already speculation about his replacement. Well, you know it's bad that they're already speculating your replacement. The season ain't over yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's writing on the wall right there. But... A lot of sources are saying that Jason Kidd would be a good replacement for Luke Walton. And I would say probably not because Luke Walton is a former player that, you know, of course he's not a Hall of Famer. He, 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 was, he was in the footsteps of uh, Kobe and Shaq and all, uh, I would even say Rick, uh, Rick Fox and uh, 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 what's his name, Derek Fisher. All these guys, I would even say uh, Robert Ory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All these guys that were greater players than he was. But uh, Luke Walton, I, I think they should still give him another chance. I mean, this, also, although the players don't respect him, LeBron doesn't respect him. Yes. And I don't think Jason Kidd is going to rectify that situation at all because, <laughs> you know, Jason Kidd, although he is a Hall of Famer, he, he will, if he's not, he will be. Um, LeBron <laughs> carries more clout. So I think LeBron should end up being the GM. They should fire uh, Magic Johnson and Luke Walton and let LeBron carry that whole team. Because, I mean, that's that's <laughs> where it's going anyway. That's where it's going. That's why LeBron went to that team anyway. Player, that's how I feel. Player, coach, general manager. Everything. Just owner. give him just, – <laughs> just give I – mean, I mean, just give him leeway to do whatever he wants. I mean, oh, they're doing it anyway. Goodness. He is known as the coach killer. Yeah, he is. He definitely is known as a coach killer. People say that he just does not get along with coaches for at least the first uh, first half of the season. But this is worse. He, it seems like he just really doesn't like Luke Walton. Um, but then again, he had issues with David Blatt and Ty Lue. And, Ty Lue yeah. and, and, and Spolstra. So, yeah, I I don't know. LeBron is but he couldn't get a special player. Couldn't get a Spolstra because – uh, Pat Riley laid the hammer down. Yeah, it's weird though. I never knew of Michael as being Michael Jordan as being a coach killer per se. You know, like that's because that's he was thing. he's a great he's a great leader, uh, a great player, an all around great person. <laughs> not that I'm saying LeBron is not a great person. I'm just saying LeBron needs to fall in line because you're a player first. Let the coaches coach you play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm not saying shut up and dribble. I'm just saying let the coaches coach, <laughs> let the coaches do their job, and you play, and you just – you kind of lead your team on the field yeah. or on the court, on I the court. say. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I see it. Again, um, just to echo your point, Luke Walton being fired and Jason Kidd being hired does not help the Lakers. Not the Lakers the have bit. player personnel issues, mm-hmm. plain and simple. So, well, we'll see what happens with Luke. I hope he doesn't get fired. Um, but even if he does get fired, he's so connected – they're saying that he might end up being a coach at UCLA. So, uh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> getting paid him. either way. So, Good it doesn't matter him. to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's it, 
Anyways, speaking of people that are getting paid, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. Wait, say it again. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that's I good. like that. That's I like good. that. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Shaq is about to get paid even more, like he needs more money and more investments. Um, I mean, everybody needs more money and more investments. No, I, exactly. I'm just being jealous. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hating from afar. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently Shaq is joining the Papa John's board of directors and has inked a $8.25 million deal uh, to be the company's brand ambassador. This That's is cool. huge. That's cool. This is huge. Um, After they let that uh, that guy that was uh, that was deranged go and the other guy, I don't know what his name was. I, I blocked him out of my mind. But um, yeah, Shaq. Shaq is uh he's doing work. I mean he's he's got his he's got his he's got his day job. Well, I guess his night job. I mean he's still a cop. He's still a uh, a doctor. So <laughs> <laughs> Shaq wears a lot of hats. <laughs> oh man, Shaq! No, Shaq is awesome, man. Shaq is still to my to this day. He's my favorite player. Favorite player ever. Favorite. He's my favorite character whatsoever. Cause this guy, <laughs> he's got he's got a uh, charisma. He's got character. He's got all of it. And I haven't heard any real negative things from him per se in the media. So yeah, he's got some interesting women problems, but besides that, he's usually been good. He's yeah. been good. So I mean, it's awesome. Like he's got not the greatest career outside of basketball in terms of the rapping and the movies, <laughs> but um, oh, what you didn't like his rap career? Nah. <laughs> it's funny though. I do love to this day one of my favorite movies was the movie that he was in called Steel. Um and You like scary movie? Was he in scary movie? Scary movie 4. Oh, okay. He was, he was also in um the the uh Adam Sandler movie. Which one? Ah, oh, man. Adam Sandler has a lot of movies. <laughs> was it the the parent one? Which parent one? I don't watch movies, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um. Anyways, one of the parent sequels Shaq was in, and he was hilarious. Yeah, I think when Shaq does cameos, he's he's amazing. I, you know, I used to read about him, and he said that one of his professors said that big men can't be marketed in the NBA, and he definitely he laughed at that. Yeah, he laughed at that, and has been Took amazing. Off. Yes. Yeah, the fact that he had a piece of ring, and then ring got bought by Amazon. I mean, yeah, he's he's rolling in dough. Rolling in dough, ha! Quite literally, if he decides to make some pizzas for Papa John's. I like that little connection there. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, you know, we try over here. We yes. try to give you the. Uh, the Sorry, uh, <laughs> I just hit a whiteboard. Yeah, because we're making big plans. Um, yes. Yeah, we try to give you the uh, the top notch premium content over here. By yes. the way, if you like this content, go ahead and subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Um, and if you want to tweet at us, let us know how we're doing. You can tweet at YBKJ Podcast. Um, also, subscribe. Don't just listen. Subscribe. Shameless plug. And now we return you to the regularly, regularly scheduled, scheduled programming. programming. So, That's how we do it around here. Yes. So, we're going to talk about our aforementioned, because last time I we did this, we I said afro-mentioned, and that was a complete... <laughs> An utter disappointment on my part. Did you really? I did. I listened to the other, the last podcast, and I was like, "Afro mentioned." I don't think that's a word. <laughs> so I hey, will man. correct that here. The afore mentioned. Actually, my wife was just like, she just laughed when I said that. She was like, 
Really? You said that? <laughs> really? Hey, man, maybe, you know, he's back in the 70s and, yeah, you the are Afro the Afro mentioned. mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we're going to say aforementioned. Uh, uh, American Alliance Football League, they are in danger of discontinuing because the fact that the NFL Players Association is not really in agreement with them using uh, current team, uh, current team, a uh, current players that they have rights to. So uh, interesting. Like, um, you know, I guess Christian Hackenberg, a guy that was in the league. I don't, I don't ever think he ran out of his contract per se, but they released him. Um, but the team still has right. I guess the team has rights to him. I, I, I don't know how that all that works, but yeah. at the end of the day. They aren't cooperating with the the fact that the uh, AAF is using some of their players, and so if without that, it's going to be hard for them to continue the, the the league. Now, I think that a lot of college players should probably come out and do that instead. Go that route. They should go and recruit yeah. college players yeah. that don't want to go to college to train with them and kind of like the kind of like the G League. Yeah, you know, kind of like a do a G League and, yes. and have like star football players that either got kicked out or uh, don't want to continue in college to play and go that route. Um, yes. But I don't know how that relationship will, will fare with the NFL if they went that route because, you know, the NFL is fickle and they want to do what they want to do. So, <laughs> you know. True, true. Yeah, I – I really thought that if the Alliance of American Football was going to succeed, it needed to be a, like a farm system, um, like an MLB farm system, or what um, uh, Silver Adam Silver, Adam Silver is doing yeah. in the NBA with making the G League um, basically like a minor league, right? And allowing p- uh, players that are eighteen to go straight from high school into that league, right? And giving them a decent paycheck as well. And so I, I really thought that's what the AAF was going to do. Doesn't look like it, and um, it's a shame because I, I think the leadership is perfect at the AAF. Right. right? Like, you have a mixture of a couple of players. You got a mixture of g- general managers. And so, yeah, I, I, I wish the NFLPA would play ball. Well, I mean, if the fans would uh, go out in droves and support the AAF, you know, I think it might happen, but, you know, it's a long shot. It's a long shot to even think about that. I mean, the AAF – it's hard to start up leagues now because a lot of yeah. a lot of leagues have uh, monopolies and and all these resources more, more resources than than they than any other league starting out. So, you know, unless you have some kind of pull or some kind of uh, endorsement from bigger organizations, bigger sponsors, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what the what the AAF decides. What the founders of the AAF decide to do. Uh, going forward, but I mean, I I enjoy watching the little bit that I watched. I've yeah. I've only watched like three games this season, so um, yeah, it's I've hard to watch when it's only Saturday and Sunday and basketball's on and March, March Madness and <laughs> you know baseball's about to start and hockey's play, yeah. uh, f- uh, pl- hockey playoff is about to start. I mean, it's oh, I can't wait. So much going on, man. Yeah, yeah, but I I still think people have an appetite for football year round. Year if I soccer, do yes. If soccer could be on year-round, then yes. the NFL can be on year-round. So, yes. no, I, I think it definitely could happen, but they, they're probably going to need more support from the NFL. And this is interesting because you talked about in the pre-show what if they can't survive 
and they have close ties to the NFL, or at least we thought they did. What about the XFL that's right. supposed to launch next year? Right. So Vince McMahon is bringing back the XFL, and to me it seems like the XFL has no chance whatsoever to survive. Yeah, if AF is not doing I mean, even arena football, arena football is not even really televised. That's the that's the crazy thing about it. They're not, not anymore, really. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to find a televised uh, arena football game. Like I, I I search for it every summer, and I cannot <laughs> find one. Well, yeah, they were they did have a deal with NBC for a while, but I think that year that they had a they didn't have the money to pay everybody, and they had to like cancel the year. That really hurt them. So yeah. I I don't know what's going on with their contracts. I. I Again, arena football is another one of those things. I, I don't know how people feel about changing the game of of American football. Right. So, like, I, I would assume that people would love to see that, but apparently not. We'll <laughs> apparently see. not. We'll so see. We'll see about that. Something people love to see, without a doubt, is MLB opening day. I am super excited. So many good games um, happening tomorrow, March 28th. But I'm going to run through a couple of these really fast because they have new faces in new places. You've got Yasiel Puig with the Cincinnati Reds. They play against the Pirates tomorrow. I'm interested to see what happens with that squad that they have over there. There was a big trade from um, coming from the Dodgers um, over to the Reds. Um, Matt Kemp is also was a part of that trade um, uh, being sent to the Cincinnati Reds. So um, I, I definitely want to see that score, see how Puig – Puig's debut with the Cincinnati Reds goes. Um, Man, your your uh, pronunciation of that word is spot on, Bert. Which one? Puig. Puig. Yes. Yeah. Well, spot you know, he on. um just as a side note, he played here in Chattanooga. Oh. Yeah, nice. he was in the the minors. I think. Did I ever get to see him play? No, I don't think I got to see him play. I got to see Byron Buxton play, but not um yes, you will. Man, name dropping boy. So, name dropping. You know, you know, I didn't get to see Kershaw either, man. Anyways. <laughs> That's a good point. I need to put on my calendar. I am going to a Lookouts game. Chattanooga Lookouts, that's our local minor league team. Shout definitely out. Definitely going to, yeah, got to shout them out and definitely going to catch a game this um, this year. Um, uh, Manny Machado, he is also a new face in a new place with the San Diego Padres after coming off of that big, huge deal before Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. Actually, no, not Bryce Harper. Mike Trout stole his thunder. Uh, Manny Machado will be... Starting for the Dodgers, or excuse me, not the Dodgers, the San Diego Padres against the San Francisco Giants tomorrow. So definitely um, excited to see his debut. And just talked about Bryce Harper and the deal that he signed. He will be starting for the Philadelphia Phillies against the Atlanta Braves. They're close to us. They're close they're, to us. They're our second team. We'll, we'll say that. I don't know. I don't really root for the Braves, but we won't even go into I, I my I did Yankees. like Chipper Jones back in the day. but Oh, yeah. Yeah, back in the day with Chipper, he was amazing. And every time I go to a game down there, it's, it's awesome. So big, big games. Super, um, super excited for opening day. My goal this year is to watch one Yankee game a week because that's my team. And we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. I'll check in after uh, <laughs> after I fail after week two. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll you know. I'll keep you uh, accountable for that. Yes, I appreciate that. And uh, as always, time is fleeting. So we are going to do a quick March Madness wrap up um, and just kind of talk about the Sweet 16, who who's in, who was upset, and uh, kind of preview a couple of those matches for for uh, 
Thursday, because Thursday is when it starts. Yes, that's right. Tomorrow, March 28th, is where the next at, game starts. I'm going to look at my bracket, because my bracket is already busted anyway. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with, with, with. Who's I want to start off with your FSU. Oh, your FSU you guys. FSU. Yeah, we, uh, we, we beat your boy, Ja Morant. Morant. Yes. I mean, he, he had no help, basically. I, I watched the whole entire game. Uh, <laughs> we smoked we smoked Morant because he was the only guy doing something on that team. Yes. So, uh, Murray Facts. State, Murray State, uh, don't hold your heads down. Um, y'all played a very, very good game. Um, John Morant had, I think, 20, 23 points in that game. Um, but, you know, when you're playing a team that's, that's, that's lanky and – physical and fast as as Florida State, uh, one person is not going to be enough to beat them. So, you know, I, I, I'm really impressed with my team and where they are at and what they're what they're capable of doing. Um, so we'll see how they go. They play Gonzaga next. So Ooh. I am I am kind of nervous with um, how that's going to play out. Uh, Gonzaga's the number one seed. And so We'll see. Uh, I, I I feel uh, confident we could we could we could win. Yeah. Well. Well. We'll see. <laughs> Gonzaga did get um, beaten actually um, in their championship game for their conference. Yeah. So, so I would say they're weak. Anything could Go, happen. You should be out for blood. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. Well. I mean. Sure. <laughs> sure. Too, too much. Too, too much. Too much. much. I, it's I just basketball. To, it's just uh, basketball. Yeah. We, we, you know, we try to have fun. I mean, we are. <laughs> I know the NCAA is not like that. The NCAA is um, trying to make billions. Yeah. And we will be playing whoever wins the Texas Tech Michigan game, which uh, I hope it's not Michigan. Because Michigan is legit. Michigan is definitely legit. Uh, for me, one of the most surprising um, games of the the previous round, excuse me, uh, Duke and U- UCF. UCF with their seven-footer, Taco. That good dude is ridiculous. He had so many blocks, and when he dunks, he barely has to jump. Um, well, he's a seven-foot-six, I Seven-foot-six, mm-hmm. yeah, ridiculous. Um, they barely won. Duke won by uh, one point. I heard it was just a box out and a re- and a put back away from losing. Yes. Oh my goodness! There was a tip that literally like went uh, probably half or more around the rim, but didn't drop. So yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for UCF, but at the same time, I I want to see Duke. I want to see Duke, and then uh, they're playing Virginia Tech next, so that's going to be big. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. At Michigan State, there was a huge thing with Tom Izzo over the weekend and the way Izzo, he was um, talking to one of his freshmen. Uh, but we don't yelling have time to get him. into that. Yeah, yelling at him. Oh. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Next next episode. Stay yeah, tuned. Next episode. How how coaches treat players. We've yes. got into that a bunch in this yes. this podcast. Um, any other um, matchups that really stick out to you? Ooh, Tennessee. For me, Tennessee. Yeah, Purdue is actually really good. So yeah, and Tennessee almost be... lost to Iowa. They had yeah. to go to overtime to win that one. Yeah, that's a big one. And Virginia, I do like Virginia at Oregon because Virginia's supposedly has probably the best set offenses that we see in tourney. So um, that's that's a lookout. But the the last one I really want to look up, I want to really want to highlight is North, North Carolina versus Auburn. Mm-hmm. Auburn has shooters. Auburn can – if they can play their game, Auburn can give North Carolina a run for their money. But North Carolina is hot right now. Yes. Hot. 
Yes, like, they are. I don't think firefighters can put them out with how <laughs> hot they are right now. So Yeah, Auburn beat Kansas to get to this game, so that was huge. And uh, we'll, we'll see if they're, they're feeling themselves a little bit, if they actually can upset them. That yeah. game is Friday at 729 Eastern time on TBS. I'll be in Florida at that point. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, set your DVR. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that what the kids are doing nowadays? I think so. Setting their DVR? No, I think they stream it and they just uh, they watch it on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. That's what they did, the YouTube. YouTubes. Yeah, YouTube's. I got the YouTube's TV. YouTube's. Does that count? I, I, I did. I do have YouTube's, YouTube's TV, too. So. YouTube's TV. Yeah, yes. YouTube's. <laughs> well, it's that time of the episode. Uh, we are going to do the rapid fire segment. Huh? I don't even know what that means. Hey, right off the top of the dome. We are going to ask a couple questions. Hubert's going to give a couple answers. And right into it we go. So what do you think about DeMarcus Cousins stating that he knew that AD wouldn't resign once he left New Orleans? Uh, I think he's full of himself. I think AD wouldn't have signed either way. <laughs> I think AD was done with that small market. He wanted to go to a bigger market. So at the end of the day, I mean, stop feeling yourself, man. Stop feeling yourself. Yeah, I, I hear that. I hear that without a doubt. Who knows what, how close they really are? They did play at Kentucky, but I don't know how close they really are. Right. Uh, big baller brand is in trouble. Lakers are looking into the fact that the shoes Lonzo Ball was wearing uh, may have contributed to his ankle injury. How do you feel about this news? Ugh, another controversy with shoes. Come on, man. We've heard this before. <laughs> very uh, familiar. Very, very familiar. Uh, I just think it's just the fact that uh, Lonzo hurt himself by hurting himself. Like, I mean, it's not always the shoe. <laughs> like, no, you can't like, blame it on the shoe. Like, I mean, the shoe, it's like it's like people saying, you know, it's is going to be a very bad correlation, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's like saying guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah. Like, the gun is not going to do anything unless somebody's doing it with uh, is holding and, and firing the gun so yes the shoe is not going to hurt you unless you're uh, unless you're doing something in the shoe to hurt yourself yeah. you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day lonzo hurt himself and that's what athletes do they hurt themselves but at the end of the day they got to come back stronger than than how they were last time yes yes without a doubt without a doubt and big baller brand is uh, in the news again that's not the worst of their troubles uh, apparently, Lonzo Ball has parted ways, or excuse me, just Lonzo Ball and the whole Big Baller brand team has parted ways with their co-founder, Alan Foster, because he may have, this is alleged, right? Alleged. Alleged, may have uh, taken $1.5 million from business and personal accounts. So how do you feel about Big Baller brand in general, between the Lonzo injury and the possible embezzlement? Uh, do you think it's going to survive? It's not a good look. Oh, and Lonzo also tattooed over the Big Baller brand Ooh. <laughs> on his arm. Ooh. I, I just want to – I just have one question. Where is LeVar? LeVar yes. hasn't said a thing yet. Mm -hmm. So until I hear something from LeVar, who's the main guy <laughs> over the whole thing, yes. I'm not listening to Lonzo. I'm not listening to – because if LeVar is like, we're not giving up on the Big Baller brand, the boys ain't either. Yeah, exactly. He's the so, marketing genius from exactly. all of that. So, yeah, I've heard a lot of people. I think Skip was saying that uh, he probably should have just signed with Adidas. Right, exactly. <laughs> just just get out from under his, uh, his dad. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess. Yes, without a doubt. Hindsight is definitely twenty twenty. And speaking of people who are petty, like uh, Alan Foster of the Big Baller brand, uh, the Utah Jazz won 
by, I think, 14 points against the uh, the Phoenix Suns. But Devin Booker had 59 points. Ooh. So you would think with 30 seconds to go, they wouldn't care if Devin Booker scored another two points you or so. Think. You, you would think. You would think. Yeah. But no, instead, they decided to intentionally foul another player so Devin Booker could not get to 60 points. Wow. I, how do you feel about this? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I probably would do the same thing. <laughs> Knowing me, I'd have been like, you're not scoring 60 in my house. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I agree with that. But at the same time, like, why not just stop him? Why? So you can foul him? I mean, he's going to get to the free throw line and hit 60 anyway. So the best way to ensure that that doesn't happen yeah. is to foul somebody else. <laughs> like, be petty. I enjoy pettiness. I really do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, it, I just don't understand pettiness when you're leading by, like, 14 points. That's just my thing. But I'm okay. just saying, I, 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 I'm a competitor, and as a competitor, I'm not going to let you do what you want to do in my house. Even if, you, even if you did have your way the first four, uh, what 47 is it? minutes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you had your way and scored however you wanted to the first 47. I am not letting you get uh, 60 points in the 48th minute. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Fallon with one second to go. I'm sure. I'm sure. That'll be good. That'll be good. All right. Let's get into the hot topic of the week. Daily Headline. So our hot topic of the week, we have the NFL making changes, sweeping changes, magnificent changes, things that are of 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 this of this uh, I guess magnitude that is different from what they have done in the past. The NFL, I think we've highlighted it uh, a couple episodes uh, uh, previously, that certain teams had instituted some some rule changes that they wanted uh, to see the NFL have this year. Um, and they, the rules committees the rules committee met this past weekend and they they've 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 kind of answered the call to some of these these teams that that want to see some changes. I think the biggest change that we have seen so far is the fact that now the game is gonna be longer. <laughs> much <laughs> Much longer. I mean, the fact that oh, man. the fact that um, now uh, offensive pass interference and defensive pass interferences are now challengeable, uh, um, uh, I guess, flags. So coaches can now challenge uh, pass interferences. So that play in the super in the in the East an NFC conference game where the Rams player got there quicker than. He should have and kind of knocked out New Orleans receiver. That is a re- reviewable play now, and therefore, mm-hmm. some teams are going to benefit highly because of this. Um, there was another report that said that the Rams in the Super Bowl last year had a pass interference on the one yard line. I don't think it would have made a difference because the Rams were just horrible in the in the Super Bowl, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it anything makes a difference to get a, to get a team going, to get a team sparked, and these rule changes, the the, the biggest rule changes, I think, uh, those two will will go a long way in actually making the game fair. Yeah, I, I think so. I 
again, you you hit it on the the head when you talked about the game getting longer. But but if the game gets longer, but it's better, then it's good. Yeah. You know, like I I think if it gets just a little bit longer, like again, that New Orleans play was huge. Yeah. Huge. It changed the the course of um, Drew Brees' career. And so, like, you can't just take it lightly. Like, um, you have the challenge flag. You have, what, two challenges? And then if you win both, you get another get third, one. Yeah. So, yeah, you should be able to challenge almost anything. Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I think that, you know, it's – excuse me. I think that there should be some way to say, okay, I don't think you got that right. I have this flag. Let me challenge it how I want to challenge right. it. Right, exactly. Even in the, fr- in the last two minutes, I think – they need to take that rule out. You can't challenge the last two minutes. Yes, you should be able to challenge whenever the clock's running. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, I will say this. If you have zero timeouts, that's nil and void. Uh, if you have, if a team has zero timeouts, you can't stop the clock with a challenge. Yes. That's just, that's just yeah. messed up. You shouldn't be allowed to but, do that. But uh, yeah. as far as if you have timeouts and it's even under two minutes in the fourth quarter, still, I mean, challenge whatever, whatever you can. <laughs> like, that, you, that's within your right to do so. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. I am definitely for this. But, okay, so here's the uh, opposite side of this, right? Why not just embrace the college rule where pass interference is 15 yards and it's not as big of a deal as it, you know, as it is today? Because we're grownups in the NFL, sir. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, a bigger, it's a bigger deal to have a pass interference in the NFL than it is in college. Because college, you can have one foot down. In the NFL, you have to have two. So you gotta have a. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean. No, I, I no, I totally get what you're saying. You're saying that you have improved. Your skills have should have improved as a defensive back right. or and a wide receiver. So, yeah, the penalty should be more. But the problem is that, you know, the, they keep throwing around the stat that nine percent of penalties are pass interference penalties. Yeah. But the pass interference penalties impact the game way, way more. more. Yeah, exactly. Way more, exactly. especially when you're talking about a team that's down by six and they throw a 40-yard pass. Exactly. And so that's where I'm like, okay, give that. we talked about this last week, right, where the defense is at a disadvantage. Right. Give yeah. the defense a break and be like, all right, I'm going to penalize you, but it's only going to be 15 yards. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, and at the end of the day, I mean, it's up to the, to the, to the rules committee, which is obviously like the owners. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you just it's just – they, they say rules committee. It's just the owners getting together and like, oh, what do we want to see the game look like? Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the NFL is going to be the NFL. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I think it was Kornheiser on um, PTI that was talking about the fact that the fans have so much technology at their fingertips. Yeah. They can DVR the game, pause, rewind. Clearly he didn't catch the ball, you know, and just have debates all day long, be on Twitter. Um, you know, the NFL had a horrible PR nightmare when yeah. the New Orleans thing happened. Yeah. So um, with when fans just have the ability to get these calls right and refs are at a disadvantage because they're seeing it in real time. Well, they shouldn't because they have a, a ref <laughs> like center. Exactly. So if exactly. you have a center that's set up just so you can have a replay already, you, you hire more people, analyze it, and then as soon as – they stop play to look at it, they should already have the answer. The answer should be already there. Oh, he caught the ball. Let's move on. This 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 review is only going to take five minutes yes. instead of 15 minutes to try to stop and try to figure out on the field with 
in, 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 with the refs in New York trying to figure it out. Like, it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. I agree. I, I think agree. the other the other issue that I felt was pressing in this one was when Kansas City wanted to guarantee possessions in overtime. Um, obviously, they didn't like that rule because it never even made it to the docket uh, well, for discussion. So they're, they're saying that it was tabled, but it probably will never make it to the docket. Yeah. Um, so I, I still think that there, that rule was – it should be instituted. I, exactly. I mean, you talk about going to college rules. College rules, you make sure that each team has a shot to re, to respond. Yes. I mean, you can make it you can make it harder, but still college rules. Instead of putting on the 25 – or was it 20, 25 yard line? Instead yeah. of putting on 25 yard line, put it at the 50. Yes. I mean, make it make them have to go half the length of the field. <laughs> like it's harder to go half the length of the field than it is to go from the twenty five yard line. You're basically yeah. in the red zone. Or it's, the twenty yard line. You're in the red zone. Yeah. No, you I think you're right. It's the twenty it's the twenty five, isn't it? In college? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the twenty five in college. Yeah. So no, I I agree with you. Fifty yard line, make them go, make it possession, possession, and then and like the AAF, I don't know. It's like the AAF does. The AAF does not allow field goals yeah. in overtime. Yeah. So they have to score a touchdown or it's over. Yes, exactly. I love that rule. I love it. Yeah. I, I think I would hope and pray that an NFL team would be able to score. <laughs> you know, if I possess the ball, ball five times, hopefully I'll be able to score. Well, with the way the NFL rules are shaped up, uh, they got chicken. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the way the way they're shaped up, I mean, it's so easy for the offenses to score nowadays. It's ridiculous. So, if you can't score, <laughs> if you can't match a score, yeah, I'm sorry, you deserve to lose that game. Yeah, no, I agree. And everybody can go home happy knowing which person should should have won that game, which exactly. team should have won that game. I am very disappointed that Denver's onside kick proposal was defeated. Again, that was very similar to the AAF. Um, where they would actually, instead of kicking um, the onside kick, you would just get a possession and have right. to get 15 yards right. to get to that half, um, that midfield 50-yard right. uh, line. So, yeah, I, you know, they're having meetings. They're doing their thing. Um, I think it's in Arizona. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll see if some of these proposals that we talked about earlier will actually make it through. I'm, I'm really glad the replay – Replay one went through. Yes, definitely. That needed to change. So, Sean Payton got a W there. You know, he didn't get the <laughs> W in the in the uh, conference championship. He got a W there. Yeah. <laughs> but yay! <laughs> I think oh. that will do it for us on this episode um you know you guys should really email us let us know what really how we're doing let us know what topics you want to cover um or you want us to cover excuse me oh and actually we can do fan calls as well we should really get our that voicemail set up i am slacking so get the slacking go ahead and email us whiteykjpodcast at gmail.com again that's whiteykjpodcast at gmail.com we're also on twitter you can find us at whiteykjpodcast and you can subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Go ahead and listen and subscribe on your platform of choice. And check out our website. I actually had to renew the website the other day. We've had that website officially for a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, we're going to constantly be putting up new content on there. YDKJPodcast.com. Check it out. 
Check it out. Check it out. Uh, this has been, unless Hubert has anything else to say. Um, I'm good. Okay. All right. So this has been You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll see you in the next one.